welcome to our third episode of the common room podcast holy cow this is such a big day there's so much to talk about um i am like in fangirl heaven slash paralysis as you may have seen on instagram i had my harry styles love on tour weekend last weekend which was so cool um, I have been a fan of Harry slash One Direction since 2011, so um, to finally be old enough to like go to his concerts and see him and like, let me tell you, money money really does buy happiness. It really does because money buys concert tickets to Harry Styles. Let me share my love on tour journey. My friend Caitlin is my photographer slash just really good friend for the shop and we were shooting all spring and summer long and we were always listening to One Direction and Harry Styles. We were always talking about Larry Styles and conspiracies, always talking about Taylor Swift, you know how it is. And we were like, you know what, when he announces his tour, if he does, let's go. And we were like, because we're both girl bosses, let's go to Madison Square Garden, let's do this. So he announced his tour. We booked MSG. Very exciting. In the end, Caitlin couldn't make that one. So we were like, okay, I'll, I said, I'll take Connor that one and let's go to a different one. So that it was where the two concerts idea was born of like, oh, I guess I'll go to more than one. <laughs> How crazy. And as it turns out, Harry Styles concerts are crack cocaine. Crack cocaine to your veins. Not only was that like a spiritual, magical, uplifting, positive experience um, at the New York concert. Well, it was also his best outfit, so vibes. But also, it turned Connor into a huge fan, so we love that. We went to that concert. Caitlin and I decided to book the Portland concert to go together to make up for the other one. And this is where I get a little crazy. I was like... Okay, the Tacoma concert is the night before. So I was like, Caitlin, let's go to both. And she was like, uh, I'm just going to go to the one. And I was like, so true. But I'm going to go to both. So I asked my mom to go. She couldn't. I asked my brother to go. He couldn't. And then I asked my sister, Aubrey, ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. And it all worked out so perfectly. We had the best time. It was so cute. My sister, like, we had so much fun talking about our clothes and planning our outfits and booking our Airbnb. And she, like, got a Love on Tour set list playlist on Spotify to listen to. It was just all so pure, so wholesome. I bought my big, puffy, selkie dress because I wanted to dress like Sunflower Volume 6, which is my favorite Harry Styles song. Wearing that big, puffy dress, there were some benefits to it. There were some exciting encounters, but I'll get to that. So my first day in Tacoma, I just want to say... I had the most magical day with my sister. We woke up, we went to the Cheesecake Factory, and then we watched Eternals, which is probably my favorite Marvel movie. I mean, that and Black Widow, those are holy grail. Um, I wasn't like, I've grown up watching Marvel movies here and there, but I feel like I'm becoming more of a fan as time goes on. And the end scene, I'm not even going to I'm not even going to try to be mysterious about this or like spoiler free. We all know Harry Styles is now in the Marvel Universe. Harry Styles has signed a five movie contract for the Marvel Universe. I am unwell. It was so cool to see him there. So it was just crazy because the day of the concert, it was like Cheesecake Factory, Eternals, Harry Styles, first ever pit concert. 
And the girls and the people in Tacoma were so nice. They're just the best vibes, just all sunshine, rainbows, happiness in the pit. And this is where we come to my encounter. Uh, let me preface this with, I know how it sounds. I know how it sounds to be like, I did make eye contact with Harry Styles. But I will say, I went to the Portland show the next night and there were absolutely no encounters, which almost validates the first one and makes it even more special. So here's what happened. Harry is so good with his fans. He's just like so, he interacts with them a lot. So when he came out, he had the house lights come up and he was just like looking around at like everyone he could possibly see taking them in. Well, there's my big freaking puffy yellow dress and there's me with my sunflower hair clips and my hot pink boa. And um, so here's here's the encounter. Harry looks over my way. All the girls around me already had their hands in the air. They were just like, ah, you know, concert vibes. Harry looks our way. I lift my hand up and I wave at him and he looks me directly in the eye and waves back. Now, there's really no way to prepare yourself for this type of experience. (laughs) I did pass away on the spot. I am now a resurrected version of myself. You think like, okay, I'm going to make eye contact with the celebrity and be chill. Actually, after the um, Madison Square Garden concert, we saw Sabrina Carpenter. I like walked two feet away from her, but I didn't say hi because I'm just not a fan. I'm not not a fan, but I don't know her stuff. So I was just like, and there were girls crowded around. I was like, they are obviously fans. They deserve this. Anyway, so I thought like I'm chill with celebrities. No, when Harry looked into my eyes, I did die and I've never been the same and it was spiritual it was magical it was everything I ever could have dreamed of um and my sister said also okay during sunflower volume six I sick six I barely looked at this man I was vibing I was in that happy best moment of my life energy and she said he did notice me dancing she thought so that was the other encounter it was so exciting I just love him okay also preface This is an unpopular opinion, a controversy, but I view Harry Edward Styles platonically and like I know, like I know what, like who am I? (laughs) I know everybody's like in love with him. I get it. He's Harry Styles. But for some reason to me, he is like bestie vibes only, like comfort person, comfort human, best friend. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not denying, I'm not lying to myself because I do have my, like, I'm in love with you celebrity. That is Timothy Chalamet. So I can vouch. I'm not just trying to be like that girl who's like, I don't know. I don't love celebrities. No, I'm in love with Timothy Chalamet. Harry Styles, he's my bestie. Um, I just want him in my life. Like, hence why I'm dropping thousands of dollars on pit tickets. <laughs> After the concert, um, Aubrey and I had a great time. We watched Larry Stylinson conspiracy videos. We did watch a 29 minute long one. We actually only made it like halfway through, but she was sold. She was sold. And you know why she was sold? Because Larry is real. Now, this is a side rant, but do I think that Louis Tomlinson and Harry Edward Styles were in love? Absolutely, I do. Based on personal uh, research, I think that they were in love for like nine, ten months in 2011. They did live with each other. They lived with each other at an apartment complex called Princess Park. Louis' album that he dropped in 2020 has a lyric that says, been so far since Princess Park, and it's a love song. 
So what are you going to say about that, you guys? Come at me. Larry's real. I don't know who I'm trying to convince because I convinced Aubrey. It was great. We watched that. We watched Haler Timeline, Taylor and Harry. We watched Olivia and Wy- Olivia Wilde and Harry's relationship, which, by the way, another unpopular opinion. I stand. I'm here for it. I think that they're really cute. I think that it. she's really powerful, bad A woman, and I think they're a power couple. And I wished she was at some of my shows because I've heard she's gone and like danced in the corner of the pit, but I didn't see her. I'm giving you guys this whole play-by-play you didn't ask for, but here's what happened next. <laughs> so I dropped my sister off at the airport the next day, dropped off her rental car, picked up my rental car, and drove from Seattle to Portland. Words cannot describe how empowering this experience was. I, I just think there's no better feeling in the entire world than feeling self-sufficient. It's my obsession. Like, that's the high that I chase honestly to a fault because I get bad at asking for help like on the opposite end I just want to do everything myself I try to be self-sufficient queen but why am I telling you guys this this is for my therapist only because <laughs> you guys are my friends you guys are my VIP so I got my Starbucks drove to Portland met up with Caitlin okay this was Caitlin and I's first trip together it was amazing she is the best friend ever it's so fun to have a friend who like has such a similar career and adventure mindset as you and also like deep we love to deep talk we made some tiktoks we got in our concert outfits hers was so cute it was like a fuchsia blazer set and mine was like a floral romper with um sparkly tights and boots And we went to the show. We actually walked to the show, which was so fun. It was 27 minutes away and it was raining and it was through downtown Portland. Once again, felt very self-sufficient and cool, like on the town with my friends. And Caitlin is an incredible photographer. She's always just like capturing the moment so beautifully. It was the best. We showed up to the Portland concert early, so we actually got to meet a ton of friends in the pit line. It was super fun, just like the best energy at Harry Styles concert. So we met some friends in the line. We met some friends in our pit spot, and the concert began. And once again, it was just incredible. I feel like I don't remember anything, to be honest. Like you, when it's happening, you feel so present and alive, and then it ends, and you're like, "Did I just black out for two hours? I can't remember." It's funny because every concert I've loved different songs. So at the first one, I think like Sign of the Time stood out. Second one was Falling and Sunflower, which are actually my two favorite songs ever. And then the third one was Kiwi because <laughs> uh, Harry did dump his water bottle water on us. Also, I know how that sounds, but there's just no way to sh- fully share how that felt. It was exhilarating. Baptism by Harold. Ah, like I haven't washed those tights yet. I mean, I will. Like I will. I should, right? Probably. But it was just so crazy. I left the concert and I was like, my leg is wet from the water that was in Harry Styles' water bottle. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, it just, it, it, <laughs> it was so exciting. People keep asking me now, Hallie, aren't you sad? How's the post-concert depression? Um, I don't have it because I'm just telling myself I'm going to go to another one. Um, should I go to another one? Probably not. Will I? Probably. 
Um, the only justification I'm using, I know I'm getting to the point where people in my life are like, okay, crazy pants. Um, <laughs> even though everyone's so supportive, but I'm like, my only justification is that I'm turning 25. I wasn't really going to do anything crazy. I'll spend my birthday with my family, have a huge, exciting common room launch. But then my actually exciting thing is I think I'm going to hit the Long Island concert. So, um, there is no post-concert depression because I'm just like <laughs> rejecting it. I made a TikTok today that was like spent last weekend with my dad and it was like my concert footage and then it was like spending this weekend with my mom because uh, I can't even believe this. In 90 minutes, Red Taylor's version comes out. I I got to give you like a little POV of my life ambiance right now. I am in my library room. I have my favorite candle lit. It's Gatsby's Party from Library Lights. It's so good. You guys should get it. I have twinkle lights. I have a cozy blanket. I have fuzzy socks. I have a fuzzy sweater. And all that to say, I feel so just full and magical right now and cozy. It's just insane that 10 years ago, I guess it was nine years ago this fall, Red came out. I was 15 and my whole life, oh my gosh, I literally just broke out in goosebumps. My whole life was like listening to Red. It helped me through everything. I was a huge One Direction fangirl. Um, I was a Nile girl actually, so cancel me, but no, still love Nile. And it's just crazy that that music has stuck with me all this time. I still listen to Red constantly probably every day I still listen to One Direction all the time and all this time later these two people that I've always looked up to are still such a huge part of my life such a source of inspiration and magic they've honestly helped me so much with my career and my ambitions and my creativity and to have this night where it's like I just got back from these concerts and now tonight I'm hearing these literally what is it six new vault songs I just, this is, I feel better than I've ever felt on any Christmas Eve of my whole life, even when I was a kid, or maybe since I was a kid. There's just no words for the, the anticipation and magic that I feel. When you guys listen to this, it will be out. So I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone is not obliterated by the All Too Well video. Is that out? I can't, I think that comes out tomorrow. So, but the All Too Well 10 minutes my personal most anticipated song is Come Back, Be Here. That song's actually about Harry Styles. At least I'm pretty sure. It's cool. It's a crossover we all love. The timing couldn't be better because my next week's launch is Divorced Parents Launch, Haler Launch. And I've got Harry Styles, Love on Tour inspired stuff. I've got Red inspired stuff. I'm doing a collab with a very special friend that will be announced soon. And I just feel like what a powerful time. Every time November happens, it's just the best month ever. November is inspired. November is everything to me. After all these life updates and me just prattling nonstop, let's get into the actual podcast, which is book characters as Taylor Swift songs. I put up some question boxes for A Court of Thorns and Roses, Little Women, Harry Potter, and others. So there's going to be a ton of options. And then, then I did a celebrity bonus round, which is Taylor Swift songs that remind you of celebrities. It's going to be so fun. Let's do this. First up, we're going to start with A Court of Thorns and Roses. I'm going to start with my mine first. I had a huge 
breakthrough moment on my way to work today. It is that Ivy by Taylor Swift is the most Feyre Archeron song I have ever heard. Let me just read some of these lyrics. How's one to know I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones in a faith forgotten land? Oh, whoa, 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 goddamn. My pain fits in the palm of your freezing hand. Taking mine, but it's been promised to another. Oh, I can't stop you putting roots in my dreamland. Guys, it gives me chills. And then she says, I wish to know the fatal flaw that makes you long to be magnificently cursed. This is Feyre and Reese. And then the part where my jaw dropped is the bridge where she says, Clover blooms in the field, spring breaks loose, the time is near. What would he do if he found us out? Then this is a night court reference. Crescent moon, coast is clear. Spring breaks loose, but so does fear. He's gonna burn this house to the ground. <gasps> I have absolute chills. So Tamlin, Resan, Feyre vibes. Holy cow. My second Akatar Taylor Swift song is Nesta, This Is Me Trying. It's classic. It's empowering. That song feels how A Court of Silver Flames makes me feel. Honestly, self-care, those are the two things that get me through my whole life. So thank you, Sarah J. Mass. And then my third is something that my friends showed me, which is that Invisible String is Feyre and Reese as well because it's just crazy. Like, so I guess you would know I'm giving spoilers, but here's another spoiler for the first book which is that Farah draws stars in the night sky with her paint, not draw, she paints it on her table. And like, obviously, Reese is High Lord of the Night Court. So it's just crazy how their whole story is intertwined. It's so beautiful. And let's look at your guys' answers now. Archer is so Farah. That's so good. Exile is Farah And Tamlin, ouch, that hurts, bestie. Peace is Reese. Ouch, that hurts even more, bestie. False god for Nesta, so true. Nesta as mad woman. Another piece as Feyre and Reese. That do be hurting me. That's hurt me good. Long story short for Feyre and Tamlin. That is, I've had that moment in the car. Clean and Nesta. Oh, okay. Clean has been my top, one of my top listened to Taylor Swift songs. That song has just helped, got me through everything. And that is so true and so beautiful. Enchanted, but specifically for Feyre at Starfall. <laughs> I did something bad. Amarantha, literally. Retweet. This says Elaine as Willow. I'm going to look up the Willow lyrics and think about Elaine. I just like don't have a good grasp of Elaine. So Willow is all about like wreck my plans. That's my man. So would that be Elaine and Grayson or would it be, I don't know. I think it would be Elaine and Grayson. I'm begging for you to take my hand, wreck my plans. That's my man. Poor girl. But also I don't even know if I like her half the time. Daylight is Feyre for me. Okay, let me look up some lyrics. Okay, this is hitting so hard. My love was as cruel as the cities I lived in. Everyone looked worse in the light. Okay, this is fitting so well. There are so many lines that I've crossed unforgiven. I'll tell you the truth, but never goodbye. Okay, this is very Feyre Tamlin. Maybe you ran with the wolves and refused to settle down. Maybe I've stormed out of every single room in this town. Well, couldn't be her. She couldn't storm out of anywhere because she was (laughs) locked in the house. We love that. Treacherous is Cassian. (gasps) Is treacherous the way Cassian feels about Nesta? I've never thought about this. 
<laughs> pull your lips close to mine as long as they don't touch okay ouch this slope is treacherous this path is reckless i literally have chills uh asking you to stay all we are is skin and bone trained to get along why why am i gonna cry this is so true somebody said hear me out illicit affairs as an elaine if you guys are caught up on all content then i could see this but I will say I am a Gwynreal stan. I will die on this hill and I will be unwell. Sorry, I just got a text. I will be unwell if they don't end up together. Okay, a lot of you are saying exile for Feyre and Tamlin. I need to look at the lyrics. Interesting. So the first verse would be Tamlin's perspective. It took you five whole minutes to pack us up and leave me with it, holding all this love out here in the hall. Okay, well, that's what he thinks, even though he's toxic. Also, you're not my homeland anymore, so what am I defending? That's like Tamlin absolutely falling apart. Gorgeous as Feyre to Reese. Them to each other, honestly. Goals. Look what we... Look what... <laughs> Why can't I read? This is just so good. Look what you made me do is for the Valkyries when they're training. Oh, I gotta add that to my Valkyries playlist. That is so powerful. State of grace for Feyre. I feel like state of grace is not only Feyre towards Reese, but Feyre towards the inner circle. Like she got a whole family, a whole fam family. I know places for the Valkyries. Guys, Valkyries, if I could be in any book ever, if I could be in any group ever, it would be Valkyries. So that is just so powerful. Also that song, like how it changes from like a minor key to a ma major key. That might be one of my favorite songs on 1989. All you had to do was stay for Asriel, poor angel boy, literally being in love with the same woman for 500 years. Who's going to tell him? Who's going to tell him? Feyre and today was a fairy tale. Untouchable. Feyre talking about Reese, Starlight. Uh, Gwen is right where you left me. Okay, I'm going to need three to five business days to process my grief over that. Last one, Elaine is safe and sound. That fits so well. We are going to move on to my favorite book slash also favorite movie in the whole world, Little Women. The hours I have spent thinking about this is unhealthy. It's everything to me. Today's most recent discovery, y'all aren't gonna like this, y'all aren't gonna like this, it, it hurts, is that all too well is Theodore Lawrence thinking about Joe. I can't, I can't make this up. Let me read it. I walked through the door with you. The air was cold, but something about it felt like home somehow. Goodbye, because when he goes to the marches and feels so at home. And then also like, there we are again on that little town street. Wind in my hair. I was there. I remember it all too well. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Also the whole thing about like, you kept my old scarf. Joe and Lori are always wearing each other's clothes in that movie, so it fits too well. Here we are again in the middle of the night, dancing around the kitchen, the refrigerator light, the dancing scene on the porch in the middle of the night. Goodbye. And of course, trigger warning, sad. Time won't fly. It's like I'm paralyzed by it. I'd like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. No, it hurts. It do be hurting. Look, I am, an, I am a diehard Lori and Amy stan, but absolutely everything Joe and Lori went through is so valid and it hurts so bad, but... Joe never had feelings for him. That's valid, but poor Lori. And then do you guys remember that beautiful magical time where TikTok was all 
champagne problems joe and Lori and amy edits it was like so painful but it was just invigorating like it was an excited exciting time because that's my favorite taylor swift album and my favorite movie everything about this song is them like it talks about you booked the night train for a reason joe's on the train i dropped your hand while dancing left you out there standing crestfallen on the landing sad so sad you had a speech, your speechless love slip beyond your reaches. You guys know it hurts. November flush and your flannel cure. And of course, the ultimate Joe lyrics. She would have made such a lovely bride. What a shame she's bleeped in her head, they said. But you'll find the real thing instead. She'll patch up your tapestry that I shred. Goodbye. You guys know this is the worst type of pain. It hurts so bad. We did Lori. We did champagne problems. We did Joe. Here's my last my personal submission. Very passionate about this one. It's that, okay, look, this is just me projecting my personality onto Amy March. That's fine. We all know it. We all do it. But it's that Willow is the Amy song. Amy always knew what she wanted. She always wanted Lori. She wanted to be great or nothing. Um, she, you know, the whole wherever you stray, I follow. I'm begging for you to take my hand, wreck my plans. That's my man. That is her man. That is her man. And they get married. Soulmates. OTP. And then just also projecting my trauma onto Amy March, the youngest child probs of like, they count me out time and time again, but I come back stronger than a 90s trend. She really does. She's such a trendy lady. Those are my top submissions. Let's get into yours. Okay. Um, this is so rude that the very first one is never grow up, Beth March. <laughs> I mean, literally. Amy March is call it what you want, period. Let's read some lyrics. Okay, the first one that's standing out, nobody's heard from me for months. I'm doing better than I ever was because my baby's fit like a daydream. Okay, in the book specifically, they are in Europe for a very long time and they have lots of magical moments. It really is like nobody's seen us for months and we're doing better than we ever have. And then, oh, okay, Theodore Lawrence is my number one book boyfriend, specifically Timothy as Theodore Lawrence and just the whole imagery of like Lori think of him walking in Paris to my baby's fit like a daydream walking with his head down I'm the one he's walking to I love him am I in love with him yes absolutely you guys all know you're all saying champagne problems for Joe and Lori and a lot of you are saying paper rings for Meg and John Meg March is paper rings that is her aura it's so pure, especially in the book, reading about how Meg and John went from friends to being married. Like, they were both just so responsible about it. Like, it's just pure and wholesome and beautiful. I love their relationship. Meg March's love story, that's amazing. Meg March is like the ultimate comfort character. Beth is seven. Let's read some lyrics. Sweet tea in the summer, cross your heart, won't tell no other. And though I can't recall your face, I've still got love for you. This is Beth. This is Beth in a song. Jen, my friend Jen, said, Lori reminds me of Enchanted, aka my favorite song ever. <laughs> That's so beautiful. I'm only me when I'm with you is Joe and Lori. Literally platonic soulmates. It's the best. Fearless and the man are Joe. Agreed. Invisible string as Lori and Amy. Yes, yes, yes. Also, Amy would totally be like, see that before Lori did. <laughs> Beth as Marjorie. Guys, Beth is just, Beth is seven. Marjorie um, and Betty. All the like heartbreaking, painful, beautiful songs are Beth. She's incredible. Mirrorball is Amy or Meg. Amy and Meg are like 
They're so different but so similar. I definitely agree with that one. Soon you'll get better as Beth. Another painful one. Oh, how have I not said this? Gold rush for Lori? Like, that is Lori in Paris. What must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes? I did recite that from memory. It did take me seven tries, but that's Lori. Okay, I really like this. The one reminds me of Joe. Yeah, that's so true because it's like it would have been fun if you would have been the one. She liked the concept, but she just didn't feel that way about Lori. Meg as jump then fall. Meg is so pure, so comforting. Beth to Joe, I'm only me when I'm with you. Hey, Steven for Lori and Amy. I love that because that's very like when they were young. The best day is totally the girls and Marmy. I can't even explain how cozy and fun this is and how good I feel right now. And that just melted my heart. I've got a backup. Somebody said, if all too well isn't Lori after proposing to Joe. Okay, whatever you do, do not listen to the 10 minute version and think about them. I'm going to put that on my bucket list because I'm an Enneagram 4. I love pain. <laughs> New Year's Day and ours for Meg. Why is she so pure? <laughs> Me every five seconds. Meg, Meg, I love Meg. Stay beautiful for Beth. It's the song that reminds me of my best friend who is such a Beth. Okay, last one. A lot of people are saying the lakes just in general, and I completely agree. The whole theme of Little Women is like, at least how I've internalized it, is like women trying to succeed via their creative outlet and how hard that journey could be. That's probably why this is my favorite book. I find it so empowering, and The Lake summarizes that so well. Next up, we're going to dive into Harry Potter, and I'm very excited. Long Live reminds me of the Golden Trio in general. And she said, now I'm emotional, Hallie. Girl, me too. Girl, me too. Let's read some lyrics. Side note, this is very Narnia when it says, we were the kings and queens, and they read off our names. That's, I love that. Okay, think of the end of Deathly Hallows when they're all holding hands. You held your head like a hero on a history book page. It was the end of a decade, but the start of an age. <laughs> I'm going to die and be resurrected again. This time not from Harry Styles, but from Harry Potter. And then once again, Deathly Hallows, long live all the mountains we moved. I had the time of my life fighting dragons with you. Side note, this is like cultural reset. When Abigail's cup of tea posted her Wizarding World picture with the dragon in the back and said, long live all, or what is it? I had the time of my life fighting dragons with you. When I saw that, I was like, she is, th this is powerful. Like, that's the best caption that anyone could ever do. And that lyric always reminds me of her. The Golden Trio Change. I'm gonna look up those lyrics too because I don't remember that song very well. Suddenly I remember it very well. You guys will too. Because these things will change, can you feel it now? These walls that they put up to hold us back will fall down. It's a revolution. The time will come for us to finally win. Uh, shout out to Kelsey Moon and to Saturn because that I'm making this my whole personality and she's an incredibly clever Ravenclaw. That's groundbreaking. Somebody said my crush on Fred Weasley leads me to Gold Rush. That is literally the best song for book boyfriend, celebrity crushes, anything. Harry at Draco and Half-Blood Prince is 100% no body, no crime. I'm living for that. <laughs> Afterglow reminds me of Sirius and Lupin, Wolf Star Forever. Let's read it. Where it says, tell me you're still mine. Tell me we'll be just fine even when I lose my mind. 
<laughs> Goodbye. Wolf Star Forever. Amen. This is top tier Jenny songs. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, London Boy and the Man. <laughs> My friend Dee Dee said, You Belong With Me is Jenny books one through four and then Harry books five through six. Harry and Jenny, the first time I read Harry Potter as an adult, I was like, their relationship is top tier and very underrated and also that's so good Dee Dee. Marjorie quote what died didn't stay dead to all the people Harry loved and lost. Ow. Ouch. This is so true. You guys are just saying long live is the official Harry Potter song and I'm going to add that to my playlist immediately. You're so right. Never Grow Up reminds me of Molly watching all her kids, including Harry, grow up. Hermione would be Dorothea. I don't know why, but I'll always resonate that song with her. Well, let's look up some lyrics. This is actually really interesting. You know the part where it says you've got shiny friends since you left town? We don't hear much about Hermione's life before school. So I wonder if like her family or friends would feel that way about her. Also, imagine her saying this to Ron or Harry. If you're ever tired of being known for who you know, you know you'll always know me. Since, especially Harry, Hermione and Harry's relationship is one of the best, obviously, best book friendships of all time. And I do feel like she grounded him constantly. Also, just having Hermione as a comfort character in reading, it's never too late to come back to my side. Super comforting. Everything has changed for Hermione and Ron. So good. That song is incredible. Renegade for Harry and Ginny after the war. Okay, that, that's groundbreaking. Also, I think my voice just cracked. Sparks fly for Hermione. Holy ground for the marauders. <laughs> that's uh, really good. Why do I feel like spinning like a girl in a brand new dress is James Potter in a <laughs> lyric? Also, goodbye. Um, I guess we fell apart in the usual way. The stories got dust on every page. Well, they actually all died, but that still fits. <gasps> the lucky one for Harry. You guys are brilliant. You guys are blowing my mind. Ah, I want to scream, but I don't want to blow the speakers. So that was like a baby scream. It's nice to have a friend for Ron and Hermione. <sighs> delicate for Harry and Ginny. Okay, Delicate for Harry and Ginny is book six, not in the movies, at Dumbledore's funeral. Yep. August has Ginny vibes. Agreed. August is Ginny. Like, same energy. Same aura. Also, somebody said style exudes Ginny energy. Totally agree. Enchanted for James and Lily. Soulmates. Champagne problems for the Marauders. I know this is going to hurt my feelings so bad. Here we go. November flush and your flannel cure. This dorm was once a madhouse. I made a joke. Well, it's made for me. However green, our group of friends don't think we'll say that word again and soon they'll have the nerve to deck the halls that we once walked through. <sighs> That's really sad, but really good. Okay, last one. This is so niche, but so spot on. Superman for Harry and Ginny. That song, iconic, truly iconic, and definitely how she felt about him. We are going to move on to any other books. I'm just realizing that I never said one of my top Akatar songs. This is a, a Court of Silver Flames spoiler, but it is that Evermore is Cassie and Anesta. Go listen to it if you want. I'm just going to throw that in here. I don't really have any specific ones that come to mind. I probably will as we go along, but just the classic Hunger Games songs for Katniss and Peeta, they fit so well. 
there is nothing okay I would say before Folklore and Evermore there was nothing like those songs and now I honestly feel like those albums encompass that same feeling and to me that is like god tier Taylor Swift content I just remembered that in 45 minutes I'm going to get new red songs and I'm unwell (laughs) these are Twilight submissions Evermore Haunted and Hoax (gasps) Katniss and Peeta don't blame me that's good the lucky one and treacherous for Katniss oh that's amazing okay I haven't read these but there's a few submissions so I'm going to read them the song of Achilles everything has changed last kiss um I have a feeling that book's gonna hurt me really bad Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy haunted okay this is so true actually that's when gives me big Katniss and Peta feels that is on my Hunger Games playlist I was really into Hunger Games when Fearless Taylor's version came out that's when is a big song that reminds me of them as well. Treacherous reminds me of Jude and Cardin from The Cruel Prince. I hope I said that right because I haven't read those books yet, but I need to. Delicate, Bryson Hunt from Crescent City. I'm still reading that book, but guys, I'm in a slump because all I do is pop culture, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift things right now, but I'm excited to get there. Enchanted, everyone's saying Enchanted is the theme song for the selection. This Hurts My Feelings, This Is Me Trying is a Simon Snow song, so that's Carry On if you guys haven't read it, great book. Out of the Woods for Aelin in Throne of Glass. Somebody said Narnia Long Live. I totally agree from when I was looking over. It fits that as well. Last Great American Dynasty for Great Gatsby. (laughs) That's one of my favorite classics. I love that. Ronan. Okay, this is a Raven Boys spoiler. Be warned. Ronan and Adam for You Belong With Me. I'm here for it. I love them. Six of Crows, No Body, No Crime. And on the flip side, favorite crime. Oh, this is Olivia Rodrigo song, but same vibe. So I'm going to include it. Favorite crime for the inheritance games. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Right where you left me reminds me of Tessa Gray. <gasps> pain. All I know is pain. January from Beach Read gave me major Taylor Swift vibes. I think that both January from Beach Read and Poppy from People We Meet on Vacation, undoubtedly they are Swifties, but like different Swifties. Like Poppy is like, uh, I don't know. Let me think about this. I feel like January is like a folklore girl. And I feel like Poppy is like a 1989. No, Poppy is a lover girl. And then I feel like, um, what's his name? Alex would be like, a red boy and then Gus would be like from Beach Read would be like I hate Taylor Swift but then he would actually really like mm, maybe like speak now or fearless that's what I'm going with let me know your thoughts Addie LaRue and my tears ricochet I can go anywhere I want just not home honestly moment of silence for the way that just hurt my feelings that was so good Red, white, and royal blue is 100% illicit affairs. (laughs) This is so fun. Ooh, also cruel summer for red, white, and royal blue, somebody said. Another um, My Tears Ricochet, this is for Katniss and Peeta. It says, I can go anywhere I want, just not home. Because of what happened to Peeta, District 12 wasn't really Katniss's home, but he was. (laughs) (laughs) Betty for Anne Shirley and Gilbert Blythe. Rosalie from twilight right where you left me honestly justice for rosalie she's like the only one with common sense in those books last one daylight for katniss and Peeta. guys katniss and Peeta are just the blueprint they really are they're the blueprint 
All right, we are on our bonus round, which is celebrities. Taylor Swift songs that remind you of celebrities. I'm going to go ahead and start. Obviously, there are many songs written about Harry Styles. But my personal ultimate Harry Styles song is Gold Rush. That man, literally, what must it be like to grow up that beautiful Harry? What must it be like? And did Taylor write that about Harry? I kind of feel like it. But... Who's to say? Also, come back, be here for Harry Styles because that is actually about him. <laughs> I have songs for Timothy, but they're mostly for little women purposes. So they're mostly for Lori. Okay, let's get into your guys' answers. Florence Pugh reminds me of Dorothea. Okay, wow. The verdict is in. Florence Pugh is Dorothea. Same aura, and that is groundbreaking. Lover, Tom Holland. Love that somebody said now hear me out taylor swift as any taylor swift album i concur i see what you're saying stay 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 or puppy dog vibes for tom holland love tom holland tom holland and meg march same aura harry styles for sparks fly literally i do see sparks fly when harry smiles I'm unwell at this. Joey King mean. Okay, does this mean that Joey King is mean or that people have been mean to Joey King? Either way, it fits. (laughs) Basic, but Tom Holland will always be London boy. That's so true. That is like the Tom song, isn't it? Somebody said, I know know style is about Harry Styles, but it reminds me of Timmy. I was shopping for clothes with Connor last night and he was like my one... um, Like he said, when I shop for clothes, all I have to do is think, would Timothy wear this? And then I decide if I should buy it or not. King of my heart and call it what you want for Timothy Chalamet. I think he knows reminds me of Dylan O'Brien. Like he knows we love him. (laughs) I need to look at some lyrics. I think he knows his hands are on a cold glass. Makes me want to know that body like it's mine. He knows. Oh, literally, he got that boyish look that I like in a man. This is Dylan O'Brien. Shout out to my friend, Sarah. This is spot on. She also is a Dylan O'Brien scholar, so this makes perfect sense. Okay, Robert Pattinson for Begin Again. I love that. Gorgeous for Ben Barnes. Yep, that fits. Last one, Timothy Chalamet is all of folklore and evermore. He seems to have such a poetic personality. Timothy is so, he's a beautiful conundrum. He's so silly and awkward. He's so funny. But then, He's so smart, like the words he uses, the way he speaks. But then he's so like, uh, forgive me for using this word, but like there's just so much swag about him. I don't know how he manages to be all of these things in one person. The epitome of a man written by a woman. I know I'm talking about Timothy the most because he's my crush, but actually you guys had most of these were Timothy. All right, guys, that is going to conclude this episode. This is definitely my favorite episode I've done yet. It was very cozy, very fun. I had the best time. I'm on cloud nine. In 35 minutes, I will be listening to Red Taylor's version. Please pray for me. And when you are listening to this, if you have heard Taylor's new music, I hope it was everything you dreamed it would be. I hope you guys have the best weekend ever. I can't wait to show you sneak peeks of our Haler slash mom and dad launch. So keep an eye out for that. What a time to be alive. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Yeah.